This is your host of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. I'm Leisha Holmes, and I just wanted to say thank you for choosing to listen to our episode. Now, before we start, I would like to thank our sponsors, Hoxo Media and Vincere. I will explain a bit more about them later on in the episode as to how you, our listener, can benefit from a unique discount by mentioning the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast when you contact them. Now, remember to click subscribe as you're listening now to get notified of every new weekly episode of the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Without further ado, let's jump in to the episode. This is Leisha Holmes and I'm your host on the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast and I'm, I'm, I've got a container squeal, the inner squeal today because I have been waiting to invite this lady on my podcast I think for about a year actually um, and we are connected through the most incredible lady Amelia Sordal who created the Women Unleashed group in 2020 at the start of Covid and we've always stayed in touch, we've supported each other. This ladies and gentlemen is Belinda Agnew, welcome to you today all the way from Australia, how are you Belinda? I'm good. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. It's literally been a year, guys. I cannot believe a <laughs> year to get on this podcast. <laughs> it is. And it's because, and we are going to come on to that because you were about to launch a new um, service and we wanted to make sure that was all, all your ducks were in a row before you came on. So yes. We'll talk about that today. So for those who yes. believe people are not following you, B, because you should be, you're absolutely all over social media. We'll make sure everything's shown on, on all the channels so they can follow you on Instagram as well as LinkedIn. Tell us who you are and what your businesses are. Yeah, so um, I guess long story short is um, I am obsessed with brand and I am obsessed with scaling talent. So they're the two things I'm really good at and I love it. So um, Focus Group is a recruitment agency where we scale uh, tech talent in software, AI, technology companies. Um, and then the second thing I'm involved in is Anamis, which is digital agency scaling tech companies as well um but yeah brand and talent is my forte absolutely brilliant report and I couldn't have put it any better so there you go that's why I invite you and you're also a brand ambassador for women in technology which I think is I am yes I'm the brand ambassador um in Australia for women in tech correct so um I'm also involved in a few startups as well so fintech companies prop tech um any auctions which is a prop tech company uh, which is essentially like an app where you can buy property on your mobile phone anywhere in the world, which is crazy. Um, and then BizPay, which is like a fintech company where it's an afterpay for any business services. So if you're a recruitment agency um, and you charge, let's say, $60,000 for a full fee, your client is allowed to pay that in four, but you as a recruiter get paid within 24 hours. So it's it's really amazing. Yeah, and it's like a one5 interest on top so you can either take that or or the client um whichever but yeah that's really cool um and uh i'm also involved in a company called floofers which is another startup company we're about to launch in november so it's an airbnb for pets so if you have a fur baby um and you need to take them for walks and things like that we connect pet sitters and um uh companion lovers to pets to be able to do that for you because so, all my dog friends and cat friends owning friends I should say will just go in well, 
Yeah, it's crazy. So we're about to launch in November in Australia first, and then we're going to UK and then Europe, uh, UK and America. Wow, yeah. that sounds absolutely so exciting. It is. So yeah. you are an investor as well. I mean, that's why I invited you on today because you are just so inspiring, and you're just one of the nicest people. And I love oh. following everything that you share because you have you are the meme queen. There's no question. And you just, you're very real, Be you know, you are very real in what you share. You know, you're happy to share a picture of what you're eating out in a restaurant. You've been to the gym, if you're having a crap day, but you're also sharing <laughs> incredible talent about digital brands. And, you know, you've, you've also failed to mention that you're also a fellow podcast host. Startup for I Unicorns. I am. Very cool. Yeah, Startup for Unicorns. Yeah. I think we got like second in Australia. I wish it was like in the world, but it was in Australia. Um, it was like right up there with Gary V, which is like, oh my God. Gary v. <laughs> I know Gary V and Tim Ferriss. When I seen that, I think it was because of the two girls that I had on my podcast, Beck and Bridge. Yeah. Um, Bianca and Bridget, sorry. Uh, who said Beck and Bridge? But yeah, they were amazing. And my podcast just shot right up there on second. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> anyone that hasn't subscribed, I actually, I listen to everything. On, on, I'm a Spotify girl. Um, and that particular episode, so they're the creators of Booby Tape, aren't they? Yes. And it, yes. It, regardless of where you're listening to this in the world, regardless of what sex or gender you are, it's a brilliant episode because their chemistry, we were talking about this off, offline before, weren't we? Their chemistry is just unbelievable. It's so, you magnetise towards them. And I, I know. I'm just thinking they're so, because their story is so compelling, isn't it? I know. They have such an amazing, and they're just really nice girls. Like they really want to help other people, especially women in business, yeah. um, you know, reach their full potential. So they're just, yeah, they're, they're amazing, those two. Sure. and it's a brilliant podcast and obviously the whole notion of it is it's all about companies that have started up and that's you know one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on today because you know the, the sort of the combination of your portfolio of business interests are allowing you to get this objective point of view of of what it takes to create a strong brand so I guess let's start with that really what what would you say yes you know, for, if you think about our audience because obviously our audience is predominantly recruitment leaders it's mm-hmm. recruitment um, it might be solopreneurs it might just you know people like myself with smaller businesses it might be those who've got massive big global firms so we talk about brand all the time now to you what what does that actually how weird what what we're talking about we briefly interrupt this chat on the recruiters recruitment podcast to introduce to you our partnership with vincere the recruitment operating system Vincheri is the modern recruitment operating system for recruitment and staffing agencies around the globe. A single tech platform that unifies your CRM, your ATS, your website, candidate and client portals, shift scheduler, timesheets, data and analytics, and now including video interviewing and outreach all under one roof. This is the reason the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast chose to partner with Vincheri because we want to make the job of a modern recruiter as simple as possible. So if you're looking for a new recruitment CRM to manage your entire operation, visit vincheri.io and remember to mention the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast. Now, back to the chat. But how weird, first of all, the fact that recruiters talk about brand now in 2020 like we would never have these conversations in recruitment world like 
two years ago. Like it's crazy how we sit and actually talk about doing videos on LinkedIn and doing all these crazy pieces of content. It's actually quite funny. Um, so recruitment, um, sorry, brand within recruitment, as you would know, you're a queen at this. You post a bunch of content. You're super consistent with what you push out on LinkedIn and online. Um, I think it's like you're you're connecting people to people so they want to know who's behind the like the brand who's behind the screen and I think the more you put yourself out there um, I guess the more you can connect candidates and companies to you because in the end people are actually buying you not your company mm. um, so I think it's really important to create a brand not just within the company but also around yourself Amelia is great at this she owns clout which is a personal brand agency and all she, she's a big advocate for that, right? It's like pushing yourself out there personally, not just as a company, because it's just as important because we're selling people. Mm. So we should be also selling ourselves online. I think it's really important um, to do that. And I think a lot of recruiters, I get so many messages from recruitment consultants and agencies. I don't understand, like, how did you start? Like, what platforms do you use? What, what videographer do you use? What apps do you use to edit this? And I was like, I don't do this on my own. Like I have a full blown team doing this stuff. Like we have a content calendar on Trello. If you look at my Trello, there's stuff ever, like you would never think this thing, this, this takes time and a lot of effort um, behind the scenes. So it's not just me going on camera and creating this, you know, weird content and then posting it out. This is all a lot of time and thought, you know, into this. So um, I think you just need to figure out what, why a why you want to create a brand um and i guess be what you want to be known for um i think you can't just post to post you need to post to be aligned to the message that you're trying to push out so if it's recruitment stick to recruitment if it's um you know hairdressing stick to that if it's makeup stick to that whatever it is that you're trying to push out yeah. but yeah brand is huge and one of the things that I think really resonates with yours is the word authenticity. And of course, that means you're just being you. You're just being true. You can't become authentic. You already are. If you're being true, to true. there's a disconnect very often because, of course, in recruitment, we are, yes, it's, a, it's people to people, it's human to human, but actually we are creating a service and providing a service as well. And I think it's, you know, maybe don't overcomplicate things, but where recruitment leaders are thinking, well, you know, we have got a company brand, but equally we're, you know, we're employing however many recruiters, they've each got their own personal brand. How do they all marry up? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like with the whole, um, I guess, personal brand per se with like business and personal, I think they're both very different and I think with authenticity I don't like to use that too much because I feel like so many people are like authentic authentic be authentic be organic be this and like you said you know you can't you can't make that up like you can't just say I'm authentic like if you say that you're authentic you're not really because you're just saying it to like show up right um so I think it's like you know when you're hiring a candidate it's for me it's always attitude over skills like you can't make, I can't make somebody's attitude up. I can't create their character to be that certain mm. candidate, right? So um, I think I would play it like that. Like my character makes my brand, my yeah. character creates my content. And I think if you're not good at showing up in video, then do something else. Like Gary V says, create content in other ways. Like you could do copy, you could do um, audio, 
you could do other things. So you don't necessarily need to show up in a video. You could do a podcast like you're doing. So there's so many ways that you could create content, but people just think it's creating video and showing up in video. Yeah. Um, no, you can create value in so many other ways and so many other forms. Yeah. Um, I think I think the difference between a personal brand and a company brand is really interesting. To me now, like if you were to ask me a year ago, I would say a business brand and a company, sorry, a business brand and a personal brand are completely different. But now I'm like, they are not, they are completely the same in so many ways. And the reason why, especially in recruitment, I'm not saying all companies like products, maybe not, but in services, they are because you're selling yourself and you need to be able to be the forefront of your recruitment agency was which is essentially you you know so um i think they play um a big part with each other but that's what i'm trying to say recruitment leaders listening to this who you know you're you're thinking well you know we we are maybe you know there is some productization because plenty of companies are doing that now and that's the right thing to do yeah but actually hiring people into your values and hiring people who share those values is absolutely critical now and has never been more so and i pick up on your point attitude over experience every single time because that way you are yeah. guaranteed to ensure that those individuals who are creating their content are doing so with gen- you know a genuine link to what your actual company stands for mm-hmm. absolutely yeah definitely so in terms of you know you've interviewed some incredible people for your startups and unicorns and of course you're investing in businesses all the time what what I'd say what lessons have you learned and what would you say is best practice when it comes to, you know, what those businesses have done to make sure their brands stand out and become market leaders? Um, this is really a good question. I've actually, I don't think I've been asked this question before. I would say, oh, I don't want to say this to be generic um, because most people do say this, but I think brand people miss interpret brand to be a piece of content or a PR stunt or a PR campaign or you know an article or something right that that's like that's what they consider being a brand Mm. Um, but I think a brand is about the people like it, it really comes down to the people that the talent you've got in the business and I guess the people that are driving that particular brand because if I was to drive your recruitment agency it would be a completely different look and feel of the brand itself just by having me leading it without even posting anything and vice versa if you were doing that with us right yeah. it really comes down to the, the people um, the core values I guess the milestones you have in play to create that brand Um, but I think the core values when becoming, or I guess, creating a brand is most people don't think about it, but a brand has their own identity and it has its own personality. So you need to ask the questions to what is focus group or what is this agency or what do we stand for? Um, yes, we may stand for like four different pillars, but like, what's the type of voice that your recruitment agency as a brand would have? Yeah. If I was to talk to your agency and ask these questions, what would they reply in yeah. versus not just you as an individual, but the brand itself. So mm-hmm. a brand has its own identity and that's the thing where people get mixed up as, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously post and create things based on what they like as an individual, but they don't get, that that's most likely not going to work and the market is not going to react as well uh, good as 
as good as, you know, as the brand, sorry, they're not going to react um, as well when you're posting out the brand from your um, business versus your personal, if that makes any sense. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is uh, <laughs> the company has its own brand identity as well, not just as an individual. Yeah, I think I think it's really interesting. I think, you know, what you've just said there is right. I think people think, oh, I'll just post a few memes and, you know, we'll just put, you know, share, share I don't know, Stephen Bartlett or Gary Vee's podcast. That, you know, that's, well, so that's the thing. one entity, whereas a brand is a living, breathing thing, isn't it? It's an actual being in its own right. Yeah, it's its own personality. And this is what people don't understand. Like, and I didn't get it, to be honest, for, for years. And I was always like to my creative director and the person that was creating my stuff. I was like, but I don't like that color. That color sucks. Like, I want this color. I want this look. I want this feel. And they're like, the brand isn't you, though. It's mm-hmm. a different entity. <laughs> <laughs> you work for the brand the brand is a person I'm like all oh, right I get it I get it you know <laughs> it changes and it changes and it adapts and I think it's about being nimble with it I think I think that's a really interesting concept and you know sort of reframing how people see brand will maybe just make them be a bit, correct yeah be a bit more brazen be a bit more you know you're right a lot of people don't want to sit there and you can you know you do watch these videos and you think they're just doing that because they think that's what they need to do and it there's no there's no substance to it there's no style to it but actually maybe you're better off sharing you know maybe your theme could be you know walks on the beach or you know a foodie thing whatever it might be because actually that's what people will come to you for because they know that that's what you're passionate about and that's what you stand for oh a hundred percent I think it comes down to core values and stuff like that as well but um you're absolutely right and look going back to what I was saying as well is try a bunch of stuff and figure out what works for you and every brand that we I guess scale we always do it with brand awareness first and the difference between paid marketing and brand awareness is you're paying for a certain demographic to target whereas brand awareness is all organic so you're allowing a marketplace to come to you organically versus actually paying for it So I think that would be the difference is just try a bunch of stuff, build brand awareness organically first. And that way the market will tell you if it's good or not. And then whatever's good, pay for that demographic and then push it out and scale it. So I think, yeah, there's a difference between the two as well of paid and, and brand. Great advice there. I bet everyone's jotting that bit down. Now, you, you, we've already mentioned that you're an investor and obviously you're an ambassador ambassador for Women in Technology, which is incredible. And one of the greatest things to have come out of the last 18 months of the pandemic is the amount of startup recruitment businesses that there are, um, whatever that ability. Yeah. So what would your advice be to people that are starting out themselves, which, you know, was you all those years ago? What would you say are the key things that, will make you successful in whatever your growth plans are. Okay, so I just wanted to break away from the chat for 60 seconds to talk to you about an issue a lot of agencies are facing right now and what one company, Hoxo Media, are doing about it. There's a lot of talk about what it takes to be the quote-unquote modern recruiter, personal branding, building an online presence, finding new and innovative ways to engage the market, whatever your market is. It's an approach most businesses are fumbling around with at the moment, to be honest. Meanwhile, Hoxo have absolutely nailed it. They are arguably the world's foremost marketing agency dedicated exclusively to the recruitment sector. 
and they've worked out what recruiters need to do to see tangible success through online activity. They've developed a proven methodology to follow on LinkedIn daily to establish you, you, as the go-to recruiter in your space and drive inbound leads and new business opportunities on a consistent basis. Now they teach it all to you over an eight week course in the Hoxo Academy. I actually completed the Hoxo Academy in the very height of COVID and it completely transformed my business. In fact, it paid for itself by the end of week two. The best place to find out more about Hoxo Media is to check out their website, hoxomedia.com or search for them on LinkedIn and give them a follow. They give away an absolute ton of valuable advice and actionable tips for free. But if and when you're ready to seriously invest in your online brand, give these guys a shout. But make sure to tell them that Leisha from Key Recruitment sent you and just quote the podcast, the Recruiters Recruitment Podcast, and they'll give you a cheeky discount as well. Not bad, eh? Now, back to the chat. Oh my God, there's so many things. And I think you could say a ton of stuff too, right? But I mean, for me, from experience, brand, number one, for sure. Um, And what I mean by that is putting yourself out there online Mm -hmm. and actually creating a name for yourself in the marketplace because that will forever stick and that will forever stay. Whereas if I didn't create that and I was hustling behind the scenes, the way I see it is if it's not, if you didn't take a picture, you were never there. Or if you didn't do a video, it never happened, right? So that's the way I see a brand is if I didn't take a picture or if I didn't do a video or if I didn't talk about it online, it never really happened. So um, that's why they call it PR, PR for a reason. But yeah, I would definitely say A, build a brand um, in the cheapest way possible, even just like showing up on a phone. You're building a brand, you're building awareness, you're building a personal brand. Uh, Number two would be ask, Uh, never be afraid to ask because if you don't ask you're never going to know what the actual answer is again that's really generic but you'd be surprised there's so many people that don't even bloody ask the question it's like what are you trying to ask me stop beating around the bush just tell me what you want just be very blunt and straightforward with what you're asking Um, and then thirdly um, which is one that I've recently um, found out is I don't know if you could do this in in a recruitment agency but if you could try corporatize, and what I mean by that is build a mini board or build like mentors around you, surround yourself with the right people that don't have the talents that you have, uh, you don't have. So for example, I'm great at BD and growth. Um, marketing is actually my second or, or third, but my first, um, I guess, skill set is growth. I'm very good at growing and scaling and bringing in business quite quickly. Where, and building strategic partnerships and corporate partnerships, whereas I'm shit at operations. Like, Obviously. wouldn't have like I'm really bad at it. <laughs> I'm so bad at operations, really bad at finances. Have no clue when it comes to that. So I would surround myself with mentors, or I would get board members involved in the company to assist me in those sectors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that would be my third advice for sure. I would say that that last point would have probably been my first point that don't be afraid yeah. 
require the hiring or you don't even need to you, you know if you're listening to this and you're thinking but I can't, I can't afford that get yourself a great accountant get yourself a great lawyer get yourself a great agency you know these are the people that are specializing in those areas if they're your development areas as I like to call them basically I'm shit at all those things too because I'm a sales girl that's what I say <laughs> we shouldn't be good at operations and we shouldn't be good although I'm very good at doing invoices but it doesn't yeah. <laughs> I think it you know what you said there is get yourself in actual flow and you will yeah but if you're doing things mm. that are anchoring you that I mean there are some parts of running a business regardless of the scale that you have to do of course legally and from a compliance point of view but if you can either recruit people or like you say delegate those things out they will you can just release yourself and release your wings so I think that's really really valuable advice I actually would add to that really quick because this is really important I would say this is my first um cut out the noise and what I mean by that is just focus on what your out, what you want your outcome to be and just narrow in on what you're actually doing and just drive the hell out of it because there's going to be so much noise around you from family, from mentors, from investors, from, you know, clients, from candidates, you know, um, saying things that may stuff up your direction. So I would say cut that out completely and just follow your gut and just keep going no matter what, because some of that, some of those things around you can completely just, you know, stuff up your whole focus. So yeah, cut out the noise would be number one. Cutting out the noise can include, I'll add to that list, the naysayers, the people that aren't happy that you're doing what they're doing because they haven't got the guts to do it. So I think cutting the noise is possibly the name of this podcast, um, which is a very nice finish because I think you're absolutely right. And I think... There's so many things to distract us, especially if you live on LinkedIn or you're on Instagram and you're yes. following amazing, inspiring people thinking, oh, I need to do that. And you can just then become this busy fool. You're absolutely right. What Belinda's saying there, and there's no pun intended on the focus element, obviously, although there is, presumably that's why your business is called focus. Absolutely <laughs> in the zone. I think it's brilliant advice. I really do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's true, especially now, you know, there's lots going on in the world. I think you just need to narrow it down and just stay focused to what you're trying to do. You do indeed. Well, from the other side of the globe, quite literally, and as we record this in September 2021, I know things haven't been great over in Australia in terms of lockdowns and stuff. So I hope by the time we share this, there's a little bit more freedom and liberty and that your vaccine rollout is, is more successful. How's things been? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty intense to say the least. <laughs> it's look, it is really crazy. Uh, a lot of people are going pretty crazy here. Um, you know, mental health is a big thing that I'm starting to think about more. Um, what I mean by that is I'm actually reaching out to loved ones more than I would usually. Um, so I, I tend to like to multitask a lot. Uh, so what I do is I make calls in between and just call people and just ask them if they're okay. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really crazy times. Like it really is. It, it truly is weird times. Like the air's weird. Everything's weird. People are weird. Uh, there's a huge divide in the culture. There's huge shift with people, you know, um, it's really different. It's yeah. Weird times. Like we'll look back at this and be like, what? We actually lived this COVID life. Mm. Um, but you I will don't know what advice it won't be forever you know that it I know we will yeah we will look I don't really look before I would say 
you know, this lockdown, I was like, oh, like whatever, it's a lockdown, get over it, you know, just put your head down, start working, keep doing, focus on you, focus on your health, focus on this, focus on that. But I think this lockdown really hit me hard. I was like, holy crap, like we're about to go into like a seventh lockdown, I think it was, or tenth, tenth lockdown. I don't even know how many lockdowns we have, but yeah, like can you imagine like having curfews? I don't want to talk too much into it, but we've got curfews. We can't leave the house at 9 p.m. We have to wear masks outside. We, you know, kids weren't even allowed to go to playgrounds. Not that I'm a mom, but you know, like come on, you know, it was just terrible times. But yeah. um, I think you just need it, it gives you a lot of perspective mm-hmm. to life. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it really uh, allows you to be grateful for the things that we weren't grateful for before, you know, pre-COVID. Like now I'm so grateful for the, I guess, ability and the flexibility I have around my work, which is what we're talking about before. Um, I can just work on a laptop. I can sit at a beach and sit on my phone and do my work. I can freely do whatever I want uh, as long as I've got Wi-Fi. So yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of these other people, they're stuck to their desk nine to five and they're losing their jobs because they're not vaxxed or if they don't get vaxxed, they lose their job. So mm. I'm very, very grateful and blessed for that um, as well. So wow. I guess you just got to be grateful in these times, right? For the things that you, know, you had before. It's a very nice way to look because I think gratitude generally is a very underrated sort of thing to feel and I think that with perspective and obviously we're on the other side of the of the world from you and we have a lot more liberty than you do now but we've we've experienced what you're experiencing during our lockdowns it's you know we're sending lots of love and by the time this goes out hopefully there'll be a bit more freedom of movement for you and just everybody keeps <laughs> everybody keeps safe and just remember to always be kind and look after yourselves and I think you know picking up on the mental health aspect I do think that there's been a huge shift particularly in, in our industry where that's actually something that we can talk about now without it being stigmatized so it's down to people like you that are talking about it openly so thank you for sharing that with us and yeah mm, it's, okay. it's nothing to bring somebody and see how they're doing and ask how how are you so make sure you do that today as you're listening to this who have you not spoken to for ages go go and ring them today drop some <laughs> whatsapp doesn't take long yeah you've been amazing as i knew you would be and you know we'll be sharing this and um please do connect to be make sure you're following uh, focus group and anamus as well and obviously subscribe to her podcast startups and unicorns um over on the podcast channels it's an absolute belter you you won't be disappointed i promise you and thank you for joining us on the recruiters recruitment podcast thank you so much it's been great thanks